0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about compassionate inquiry. So I'm going to explain what that is a little bit, but I'm really going to share with you an example of uh, a very high stress situation. Had a client come to me. Quite frankly, this is not a... Um, an exception. This, this, this situation happens a lot. It's a, an extreme situation that happens. However, I think going through the compassionate inquiry process in an extreme example will help you understand that if you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. So it's really a, a way of thinking about your thinking. Uh, so I'm going to go through the example. I'll share a couple things that, that you might want to do. And then, of course, I'm going to ask you at the end to, to really try this out for yourself and see how it might help you. Okay. Awesome, hey, as you 're going through, would you just do me a favor? Would you think about somebody in your life right now who might be in a very high stress situation? Uh, could be a relationship issue could be you know the like this example that a family member is is maybe passing on, um, but maybe they 're dealing with a lot right now in their life. Would you consider after listening to this? would you consider just passing this podcast episode along to them? Because it might help them. Okay. Uh, this episode I feel like is, is one of those that you can um, almost have Michelle as your coach just by listening to it. Okay. So please consider passing it along that would um, help to transform our world. Awesome. Enjoy. The other day I was talking to a client, she called, she was kind of in a state of upset. So long story short, um, she and her five sisters were in the hospital. Her mom had gone through an extended um, health crisis. So I did get permission to share the story, just not her name, FYI. Um, so they were in the hospital dealing with her mom, um, and they had been kind of going back and forth, back and forth, the the six sisters, um, taking turns. But they knew it was the end. And they had been there for, um, I think she said about three days by the time she called me. And it took another couple days for, for everything to kind of play out. But long story short, she calls me and she's just... uh <laughs> in a state of, of, of high stress. And really what had been happening is that she was going into over functioning mode. So in this crisis, she realized that, uh, her mom, you know, throughout this extended health, uh, issue, of course, her mom was not able to, uh, serve the family the way that she had. And so for whatever reason, this, um, this sister, this daughter, I think because she 's the oldest decided that it was her job to really step up and kind of take care of things, so she was over functioning meaning she was doing more than what she was uh, asked of or required to do, uh, and she was kind of stepping into other people 's roles, so she was doing things. <laughs> And she was able to admit to me, Michelle, I know that this doesn't make any sense, but I have been telling people when it was their time to go to the bathroom, uh, when it was their time to, you know, go take a shower and go eat. And, and she said, instead of letting them just be people as they are, they're fully functioning human beings. Uh, I was stepping into that role and telling them, and she said, this, this is crazy. (laughs) This is crazy. Help. Um, And so as I talked to her, you know, we just realized that her go-to coping mechanism was, you know, over-functioning and it was hurting herself and it was hurting her family. So we went through a series of, um, I guess, techniques if you will uh, one of them is compassionate inquiry which I'm going to share with you today uh, the other one was once we went through the compassionate inquiry process and realized what she wanted uh, we just added in a little bit of psych K so we did a couple of psych K balances which really just aligns your conscious brain your subconscious brain all together making sure that you know we ensure that that um, the belief that you want for the certain behavior that you want is all in alignment okay so we also processed some stress and, and helped her um, just feel better, quite frankly. So the I want to share with you, though, the, what we did with the compassionate inquiry, because you can do this with anything, not just a situation like this, but anything that bothers you. So the very first thing that we said was, okay, what is the story that you're telling yourself about this situation? See, we we have the initial situation or event that's going on and we have the story that we tell ourselves about that situation or event. And when we understand the difference between what's actually happening and the story that we're telling, then we can sort out the two. So, we had to figure out what's the story you're telling yourself about you and so you know the story for her was that my mom is leaving somebody's got to kind of lead this family i'm the oldest therefore i'm going to step up okay now is that true well i mean there's six of them and they're all adults so it's only true in her mind right and then what are, what's the story that you're telling about other people? So, you know, we went through her, her sisters and, and we talked about, you know, how is she looking at each one of them? What's the story that she's telling? And, and is that true? And then, you know, what's the story that you're telling yourself that you need to be the one to hold it all together, right? Why is it falling apart? You know, we really talked about that a little bit. It wasn't falling apart. In in reality, it was just falling apart in her mind because she was going through that grief and, and the fear of losing her mom. She was turning it into a story about how everything was just falling apart. When in reality, actually, no, it wasn't falling apart. There were six sisters that were coming together um, to support one another. But because of her kind of crazy moment, right, uh, she wasn't seeing it that way. And then, you know, there's usually a story about protection. So how are you trying to protect your heart by doing these things and having these stories? And for her, it was again, she was trying to avoid the grief and the pain by over functioning and going into crazy land. Okay. Now, that grief and that pain has to be processed. And in that moment uh, it had been sneaking up on her for a while and she hadn't taken the time to process that. So now at the kind of moment of, of completion, knowing that it's going to happen, uh, she still was unable to do that. And so by over-functioning and telling other people what to do and also going into criticism, she was protecting herself from having those feelings. And then the last thing that we talked about in this, this inquiry process is what is it that you fear the most? And, you know, she feared that her mom was going to die. Well, guess what? You're fearing something that actually is going to happen. But you think by, you know, your, your neuroses, your, your craziness, your overfunctioning that that's, that's somehow going to prevent your mom from dying. Um, That's insanity, right? You're, you're basically arguing with reality. And so then we went into, okay, what are you feeling right now? So, you know, she had all kinds of feelings and many of them were in her mind, negative feelings, you know, like fear, anger, overwhelm, stress, right? And again, you know, let me just say this, especially for our listeners who are, who are relatively new to the podcast. If you haven't heard this before, uh, there are no emotions that are positive or negative. Emotions are energy in motion, so they cannot be positive or negative. It's only positive or negative when we say it is, okay? So grief, many people will look at grief and say, that's a negative emotion, when in reality, it's not negative, it just is. And it's also a very helpful emotion. Uh, and when you process your grief, especially in a very positive way, uh, it can be very helpful for you. So, you know, we had to identify what are all the feelings that you're feeling, acknowledge that those are there and and also acknowledge that there's a whole bunch. It's not just one right? It's not just grief. It's also fear. It's also, you know, anger. She had a lot of anger um, also uh, with her mother because the the issue with her mom really was that her mom hadn't taken care of herself for a long time. Uh, you see her mom had a pattern of over-functioning and doing everything for everybody else and not taking care of herself. So then there was also a fear that this person was doing the same thing with her family and she was going to end up the same way as her mom right? So there's a lot of, it's it's uh, intricate feelings that are going on. So identifying them, acknowledging them, and then going the extra step and saying, you know what, I welcome that feeling, that feeling is a messenger for me right now. So that, let's say grief, that feeling of grief is here telling me now is the time to grieve my mom. Not 10 years from now after I've, you know, accumulated so much stress in my mind and body that, that I'm sick, but now, now is the time for grief, right? So, as we were kind of going through that process, uh, you know, and it did take a little bit of time, but it, it, it needed to be done. Um, what we realized was that this idea of crazy comes from trying to control something that you can't control you have this sense of feeling groundless, meaning, you know, that, that you can't quite get your, you know, feet under you. Uh, You don't have steady, firm ground to stand on. You don't feel in control. You feel very uncomfortable and uncertain. And that sends you into crazy land. Okay. When you can stop, now this is a very extreme example. This doesn't you know, happen, but maybe a few times in your whole life, right? But I'm sharing this example because if you can go through this process for this, you can go through it with a, you know, a wonky interaction with a coworker or a fight with your husband or, you know, insert any other issue you might have. So we want to question the story that we're telling ourselves. We want to question the thoughts that are coming. We want to question the emotions that we're having, and when we do that, what we do is we really connect with the present moment. So rather than looking at the past, like, for example, in this this um, story, she was connecting, mom didn't take care of herself, she overfunctioned, functioned, uh, and she got sick. She was thinking about that past and she was applying it to herself in the moment. Okay, we don't want to do that. We also don't want to go into the stories of how things are going to fall apart. So for example, if mom dies, the family's, you know, going to disintegrate and, you know, I've got to keep it together. That's projecting something into the future. So we really want to use this compassionate inquiry process. So compassionate, it means that we're doing this with love. We're doing this with understanding. We're not doing this for judgment. So when we go through this, we're able to come back into the present moment and relax. We're able to drop those harmful stories and quite frankly, stop fighting yourself because you know, your, your emotions are, are, um, coming as messengers for you. But if you're fighting that, you're not going to get the benefit. Okay. And you're able to show love and compassion to yourself first which ultimately, and this is what the, my client found out, is that when we went through this process and she felt so much better, she was able to go back to the present moment with her family and she was able to love and, and show compassion and serve them in the moment. So ironically, she was the leader in that situation, but she wasn't the over-functioning leader. She was the servant leader that her family needed her to be. So I look at it as the difference between power versus force. So initially, you know, when this client is in the overfunctioning phase, she is using force. She is trying to make something happen. She sees that something needs to be done and she goes after it and she does it. The problem is she doesn't stop to think about how might my story and my feelings and my emotions and thoughts be getting in the way of something that is the best case scenario here. Okay. Power is really going through this process, realizing, well, something, something's not quite right here. Okay. Let me back off a little bit. Let me think about these things. Let me examine these with love and compassion, not judgment. Uh, let me examine these and see what's going on get myself in alignment and harmony, and now go out and serve at a greater capacity. Okay, the difference between force and power. Now, I can assure you this, uh, just because this is something that I've been practicing for many years, that as you go along uh, on this process, you do this enough times, uh, you know, over the years, and, and quite frankly, this is This is a skill to learn for the rest of your life. This is not like you do this for a few weeks and like many of the activities I share with you on here, it's not you do it for a few weeks and it's ingrained in you. This is come back to this over and over and over again. This is a new way of living. When you do that, the result is that you will actually fall in love with that feeling of being groundless. You'll fall in love with the feeling of not being in control uh I, I don't really know how to explain it other than um it's almost like a um feeling of flying. Not falling, but flying, um freedom and, and more surrender. Y- you just realize that this is the way that life is supposed to be. So the the stuff that you're dealing with doesn't weigh you down. Uh, Because you can quickly transform it. You become a master at transforming these things, uh, the the stories, the thoughts, and the emotions into something that can help you in the moment. It's, It's a fascinating way to live. Okay. Please try me on this. Don't take my word for it. Try it. Okay. So, you know, question, acknowledge, and then try to release the stories, the feelings, and then your coping mechanisms. Okay. Please try this. If you try it and you're like, oh man, this doesn't work for me, please reach out to me because I would love to make sure that you have all of the things that you need in order to make this work for you, okay? And if you try it and this really works for you and it makes you feel better, please reach out and let me know because I like to know that too. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.